been the standard starting lineup now for quite a while. And for Dayton, Benji Hudson, who is a very heady basketball player, excellent defender, good ball handler and passer, and can make an open shot if you leave him open. They're also starting number 15, Trey Wall, 6'1", junior. Pretty good football player. Number 23, Tyler Spink, who is their best basketball player, excellent shooter, one of the best shooters in the state, if not the best. Has been for a long time. Yep. Hey, talking about that, as a freshman, you know, he had the ability to step up and knock down big shots and has never stopped. Michael Freeborn, a 6'2 junior, and Lucas Ashley, a 6'0 junior, who unfortunately for him didn't get his brother's length. Good athlete, good basketball player, just stopped growing at six thicker. feet. He's yes, he is. Different, different body types for sure. So uh, this is an excellent defensive team. Uh, it's a good outside shooting team. Not particularly long or big, uh, but fundamentally sound and extremely well coached. Uh, don't make a lot of mistakes. Don't beat themselves. They play um, faster than they have in the past. That's the one thing that might take people by surprise from Amity. All right, we are ready to roll here, folks. Not a slow it down team anymore. Jumping center, it's Wall and Niseth. Niseth had a dunk the other night. Did he? Wall wins that tap. Kind of got uh, jumped sooner than Niseth, able to go up and get it. Niseth a little slow on the jump. Ashley with the ball on the right angle extended. Niseth needs to back off of that. He needs to be inside the three-point line initially there. Get too far out, Ashley's going to beat him off the dribble. Wall with the ball around the top of the key. Carton on him. Back to Ashley on the left wing. Starts to go baseline, now steps back out, works his way around the top of the circle, kicks it back out to Hudson on top. Hudson and Spink, the leadership on the floor for the Pirates. Spink works, to the, or Hudson works to the right, dumps down low to Ashley. They double handball, knocked away, stolen by Nyseth. So that's a good start for the Warriors. Warriors set up their offense at the other end. Grove. Gets it out to Groom. They reset to Berkey. And now the Warriors take their time here. Berkey works to the right. Back to the left. Knocked away. Stolen by Ashley. Berkey trying, Berkey trying to get back on defense. And does with a knock away. Oh, and they get a travel on uh, Ashley there. Berkey caused that. Boy, I, I don't know if there's a, a better um, improvisational defender than Berkey. He may not have the same uh, technique in the half court that some of the some of the better defenders do, but man, just on pure athleticism and instinct, he makes some phenomenal plays on the defensive end. Now he gets a drive baseline. Might have got that one blocked a little bit by somebody coming along there, and the ball rebounded by Spink. Ashley on the right wing with it. A couple jab steps, now resets to Wall and Hudson out on top. No score yet, minute and a half gone in the first quarter. With the ball, Freeborn wants to drive, gets to the foul line, steps through, gets the roll. Bounces that one around and in. First basket of the game by Michael Freeborn, the junior wing player. They don't really have a post player per se. Some wings and some guards. They double Carton back in the corner to Grove. Looking inside, nothing there. They front and back. Nice F. Now there's a great pass. Oh, wouldn't get it in, but... Great pass from Grove to Niceth along the baseline there, Robbie. Well, the closest thing to a post they have is Ashley. Uh, if they ever needed to go zone or, or any kind of post offense whatsoever, they're going to go down to Ashley. Um, you could get Spank on the high post because he's a pretty good mid-range shooter, but you're not going to be getting a whole lot of banging around with, with Spank. So Ashley's going to be your guy if you have to go that route. And they don't have the shot blocking and, and banger inside they've had with, what was, uh, um, I want to say Gonzalez, is that right? Or Morales. Morales, Morales yeah. Currently a coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he no, was two of them, but that's yeah, one of them. He was quite the banger inside for a couple of years there. Nicef misses a pair of free throws for the Warriors. Ashley coming the other way, steps through, uh -huh. finger rolls, <laughs> gets past <laughs> Nicef, and scores. That was nice. Ashley with the second basket of the game, 4-0. Grove a little out of control, slows it down at the foul line to Nicef, drives, knocked away, gets it back, kicks it out in the corner to Groom. Back to Nicef in the high post. Drives, lost his footing, they'll yep. get the foul. Little bump there, hip to hip or so, probably on Ashley. His first foul, first foul of the game. No, second foul of the game, take that back. Oh, oh and that's his, what in the world? They've got that on 23 up there. That's not right. So I don't know who the 
first foul was on. I don't remember a foul being called. Do you? I thought they called him for a travel down there earlier. They did. They called it a travel down there. And they've got two team fouls on the board. I don't know about well, they, that. Well, they cleared the player foul, so it might just be a scoreboard. Yeah. I don't know. They'll get it figured out. Maybe. Nice F misses a foul shot. I mean, are we going to complain about the home book putting in a phantom foul? No, but, you know, we're all about fairness here. <laughs> Warriors going left to right in front of us. Nice F finally gets one of those things to drop. One out of four from the line. Four to one in favor of the Dayton Pirates here. Two and a half minutes gone first quarter. Freeborn swings it up on top. Wall, jab step, drives, fouled by Carton. That's the third different player to attack down the left side of the lane. Not sure what the scouting report there is, but. Uh, bad health defense, <laughs> because there hasn't <laughs> been any, right? Well, I mean, one of the things that they were emphasizing in the huddle, just being advantageous and listening about this, they were emphasizing pick and rolls, so I would assume that communication is something that they think might be a weak suit in the Warriors' defense. But Well, that's that, to, that, that goes you, back to the health thing. When you're in man-to-man -man defense and somebody drives down the left side of the lane from the elbow and there's no health defense. Oh. Yeah, that wow. went off a nice Seth. We got lucky on that one. Well, I mean, think back to the OES game. How many jabs did we bite on it? And, the, and then the, and the help defense wasn't there. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, help defense is risky, but that's why you have to have multiple rotations. Yeah. Blocking oh. foul on Ashley, and he does not like that call, and I'm not sure I disagree with him. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Man, he was just standing there waiting. <laughs> So oh that's boy. his second. That'll get Ashley out of the game. My goodness. That's a rough one on him. He was just standing there waiting. He's still in Ron Hopp in disbelief also. He says he didn't <laughs> move. He just stood there. Grove misses the first free throw. So the Warriors one out of five from the foul line. That's a rough one for, for Mr. Ashley. One more. Coming for Logan Grove, senior guard. Unless they thought he leaned into it, I guess. I don't know. Didn't I mean, look his, like it from here. His feet were set. He oh, might yeah. have leaned up top, I guess. Maybe. That would be. Logan was definitely not under great control going no, in there. No. <laughs> so, Warriors down 5-2. Down low. And a reach-in foul. Boston Hodges was making a little post move there. You'll notice with the state and team, there's a lot more ball movement around on the perimeter. There's a lot more cutting through the lane. There's, it's it's more of a true five-out system anymore. Well, and I think that's a tribute to Coach Hop adapting to his players. There's a drive by Hodges, and he gets all the way to the basket. The help defense was slow. But see, with Morales last year, that doesn't happen because he's camping out in the post. Right. You don't have that lane. Yeah. Get it up. Get it up. Warriors just get it across at about nine seconds, I think. Grove. To Carton, knocks down Hudson, gets it back out on top to Grove. Grove to Berkey on the left angle, down low. On the sideline now is Trent, starts to drive. Logan brought the defense to him. Logan with the mid-range, knocks it down from 18 feet. Nice shot by Logan Grove. He doesn't want to shoot the three. He wants to shoot the pull-up or go all the way to the lane. It's a rarity in this day and age to find a guard who doesn't really like the three-point shot. Wall schools Carton inside but misses the little jump hook. Offensive rebound by Hudson, kicks it out. Hodges, elbow jumper short. Berkey gets the rebound along the baseline and clears everybody out. But on your Grove comment, every guard likes to score, so it doesn't really matter right. at a certain level. Most of them, though, are in love with the three-pointer. Berkey inside, scores. Great pass from Noah Groom. And Berkey with a little five-footer off the glass, his first basket, and it's a 7-6 game. Scott's got to be happy so far with the resiliency of the Warriors out there. Oh. Grove knocks it away. Ooh, I thought that might have gone off the hands of, of Hudson, but it didn't, I guess. And they sub three in here. Wall comes back into the game along with Batiga, a 5-11 senior, and... They only brought two in, I think. 13 came in now. 13 came in also, Caleb Prims. So, because um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had been on the bench. Wall had been on the bench. Fatiga nice, along the baseline, nothing there. Kicks it back out to Hodges. Hudson out of the game, so Hodges running the point. Hodges steps through with a little head fake. 
got groomed to bite, and Hodges steps under. He's got four. Nine, six Pirates at the other end. Bryce Stearns runs out and gets all the way out for a left-hand lay-in right at the rim. Nice job by Bryce to run the floor there. It's 9-8. Good vision by Grove. Yeah, I looked down to make a mark on my score sheet, and we were scoring at the other end. That was my hesitation there on calling it. So drive by Freeborn, lays it up with the left hand and in. Again, no help defense from the Warriors. And Ron Hopp takes a timeout for the Dayton Pirates. 2.51 left to go first quarter. It's 11-8 Dayton. It'll be Amity basketball when we come out of this 30-second timeout. So, Robbie, uh, first Dayton. Uh, let's talk about their offensive philosophy so far. Uh, well, I mean, it's five out. It's spread you out, go one-on-one -on -one with everybody. Um, you know, you got the motions off of it, so if you dribble at somebody else, they're going to cut, they're going to rotate. Um, it's keeping the lane open for a cutter or a drive so you can isolate your defender if you have a good matchup, or you can burn a defender if you're, if you're off ball. You can burn the defender back door. Um, it's very different than their philosophy they've had for, I mean, ever since I've been watching Dayton. Um, but this is a very different Dayton team than they've had for for years and years and years. They, like we said earlier, they don't have a true post, so playing five out, even if they don't have a lot of shooters, gives them the best opportunity to get at the rim. What they have shown already is four different guys attacking the rim with the left hand. Stearns loses it, picked up by Grove in the corner. Swings it, Berkey fakes the three, starts to drive, steps back, nothing there. Hands to Grove, Grove spins, hangs, floats, that's a tough shot, misses it. Rebound by Freeborn. Freeborn gets it across half court himself. Everybody handles the ball for Dayton. And that's a, you don't see that very often. OES was a little bit that way though. And we had problems with Willamina. that. Willamina. Yeah, Willamina. Well, they didn't have any posts on the floor at all. Yeah. Anybody over six feet tall. Freeborn out on top with Stearns. Swings it right side, Prims. Prims, jab step, drives. Pulls up at 10, gives it to Batiga. He kicks it back out to Prims. Again, drive, kick to Batiga, drive with the left hand, dumps it down low, stolen by Stearns. That was, that was kind of a thank you steal. He threw it right to Stearns. I guess he thought the cutter was cutting at a different angle. Stearns just sagging off his man a little bit, finds the ball right in his hands. Grove, Groom on the baseline, shovels it back to Stearns, out to Grove. Swings it over to Carton on the right angle. Takes a three from 22. Way off. Berkey with the offensive rebound. Put back. Berkey with four. Leading the Warriors in scoring. And it's an 11-10 Dayton lead. That was a Hail Mary three-pointer. Yeah. Trent, I think, a little frustration there that he hadn't been able to get a shot off yet and wanted to get a shot going. Prim starts to drive. Spins away from Berkey. Might have traveled. Berkey gets called for the foul. Huh. Well, I thought he got an extra step in there on the spin. Berkey picks up his second, first. 13 foul on the Warriors. That's the other nice thing about this offense that they're running is that it's similar to the Amity 41 in that if you're driving to the basket consistently, you will go to the free throw line. Dallas Wolf into the game. And Gavin Watson forgetting to check in. Now he checks in. And he's in. So Groom and Berkey out. Prim's hit the first one. He's got one more. At a certain point, you wonder if you go zone, but you're not doing horrible against the motion. You're not doing horrible against it. If you take away that left-hand drive, you'd be doing okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Warriors with the basketball down three. 13-10. minute to go here. Wolf way out on top. Hesitation dribble. Splits through the double. Leaves it for Grove. Left corner three. Too strong. Long rebound. Picked up by Batiga, ahead to Hudson, misses the lay-in, the follow by Hodges, puts it up and in. He's got six, leading score in the game. Largest lead in a while since it was 7-2. Five-point lead, 15-10 for the Pirates. Grove, I think a little irritated he missed that open three. Carton drives baseline, swings it to Watson, drives, hangs, misses. Rebound, loose ball, picked up by Carton. All the way in, gets blocked, and we get a foul from behind. I think he might have got bailed out there a little bit because I think that shot got blocked initially. Somebody got him down low. Dayton is flying around in this zone, though. They are flying. Yep. If you put the ball on the floor, you're getting doubled. I mean, Spink is all over the floor. He went from the 
uh, wing on this side, underneath the basket on over uh, on, on, on our side to the other corner. So if that's happening, if I'm a coach, what that tells me is that they don't trust my ball movement to make them pay, yeah. right? Because you can't have guys flying all over, getting out of position to, to double people and do things like that. That's leaving something, but they're trusting that Amity's not going to find what they're leaving. Well, I mean, at a, at a certain point, you're going to get an open perimeter shot. The question is, is it going to be somebody with Amity's perimeter yeah. shooting problems? Are you going to be able to hit one? All right, two shots coming for Trent Carton. 15-10, favor of Dayton. Carton misses the first foul shot. Warriors are killing themselves at the foul line tonight, folks. Which, on the other end of the floor, that's the same rationale for going zone against what Dayton can present offensively is would you rather just continue dealing with the slashing and the driving or would you rather make them beat you from the three-point line? Carton misses a pair. Nice rebound by Bryce Stearns. Loses it inside. Kicks it back out to Carton. Ball stripped. Knocked away. Grove gets it back. Steps through. Lays it up and in. Logan Grove would not be denied. Warriors now two for eight from the foul line so far. 15-12, little float, that's gonna be offensive. That's gonna be on, I think that was uh, not Hodges, that was Hudson floating in there. Good job by Stearns to get his position and wait. Six seconds left to go, first quarter. 15-12, Warriors have to go the length of the floor here. Get it in. Back to Wolf. Wolf tries to throw it. Yep. Offensive going the other way as Hudson returns the favor and picks up the charge on Wolf, who was trying to get the shot off from 55 feet away. 3.3 seconds left to go first quarter. Dayton gets the ball on the sideline. Look for Spink here. Spink, right corner, drives baseline, shovels it to Batiga, and he misses the quick little flip he was trying to get it off before the buzzer rang and rushed that shot 15-12 Dayton after one quarter this is KLYC McMinnville we'll be right back welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball start of the second quarter here 15-12 Ron where are we on rebounds there in the first quarter So rebounding about even, Ron said in the first quarter, seven to six, Dayton. Two <laughs> yeah, the free throws are killing us. Two for eight from the line for the Warriors. They're down by three points. Parton works his way left, hands to Wolf. Wolf kicks to Gavin Watson, who lays it up and in. Gavin floating along the baseline makes it a one-point game. Good ball movement that time. A little drive, and you get a cutter coming along the baseline behind where the help defense came from. They can't get back to that very well. They've attacked that area all game. Prims out in the corner. Hudson hits a three. Got to get out on Benji Hudson. We talked about him being a very good defender and an opportunistic shooter. You leave him open, he will make you pay. Last couple of years, he's played in a lot of big games. Grove in the corner, spins into the double team and traveled. He thought he got fouled on the spin by Prims. No call on that. Trying to force it with the dribble. He spun blindly, didn't know where the double was or that it was. Halftime, we're going to have Tim Harzma joining me here. He'll take Robbie's headset. Talk about some girls basketball and what's going on with the program right now and how they're doing. Prims, or excuse me, um, there's a kick over to the Prims on the left side. He misses and Grove with the rebound. I don't think that Tyler Spink has shot the ball yet. Three-pointer at the other end, Dallas Wolf. His first basket of the game, and the Warriors cut it back to one, 18-17. Travel on that slide step there. Wolf with a steal, though, saves it back into Grove. Throws it ahead. Gavin Watson, a little out of control, stops, gets it to Grove, all the way to the basket, scores with the right hand! Logan Grove making something out of nothing on that fast break. Warriors lead. 19-18, Amity on top. Spink with the ball, working on Grove, way out on top. It drives left, kicks to the corner, Hodges for three, hits it. They we sagged off that time, and Hodges gets the wide open look. All right, I'm not gonna argue for a zone the rest of the night. Yeah. They've got enough shooters that they'll beat you from that three-point line. Hodges, whew, Wolf with a good drive, misses it. Carton picks up 
literally a loose ball rebound. It fell all the way to the floor. He picked it up off the floor, laid it up and in. 21-21. Hudson with the ball, way out on the right angle. Wants to drive, and a foul on Wolf. He's hurting. He got poked in the eye. Yeah, but the problem is when the coach knows, then you have to come out. <laughs> that's true. And that's what's well, happening right Berkey. now. <laughs> Not Berkey, that's Groom coming in. And Berkey, you're right. Berkey also. Berkey gets Grove with a break. 5.32 left to go, second quarter. This forces the Warriors to play a long ways out. There's a drive along the baseline, blocked by Watson! <laughs> Damn. Only because the man can hang in the air for what seems like an eternity. The other end, Groom, too quick on the shot. Ball loose, picked up by Ashley back in the game with two That's fouls. That's not a good shot. No, too quick. Ashley kicks, Freeborn for three. No good. Wall with the rebound inside. Back to Freeborn. Little three-footer gets it to roll in. He's got six. Carton picks up his dribble. Needs some help. Gets it to Berkey. And Scott takes a 30-second timeout. 23-21 in favor of Dayton. Warriors hanging tough in this game. I think the scoring is actually a little higher than I thought it was going to be, Robbie. I, I really had in my mind that this game, uh, the winner might get to 50. I thought it was going to be ugly and, and uh, low scoring. But we've got five minutes left to go in the first half, 23-21. These teams are both on pace to be in the 60s. Well, I mean, Dayton isn't exactly an offensive juggernaut most nights. They're not an offensive juggernaut most seasons. Um, it's just it's just the matchup with Amity and what they can present versus what Amity can supply defensively that's allowing for points to be had here. Amity's scoring purely off of grit at this point. Yeah. There's nothing schematically that's that's a lot of creating opportunities a lot for of Warriors. Hustle it's, points. It, yes, it's seriously just 23 points of or excuse me, 21 points of hustle. Which loose balls, rebounds, in drives a rivalry to the game. Hoop. In a rivalry game, that can win you. That can Absolutely. win you a game. Grove takes the inbound, working along with Hudson, gets past him. Ashley with some help, hooks a pass, knocked away out of bounds by Hodges along the baseline, trying to get it to Groom in the left corner. Spink back in. Spink has not taken a shot in this game, which if I'm Amity, I'm a little nervous about. If he's not taking a shot, you need to be up. Yeah. Groom hits a three from the left corner on the inbound. Look at that. And the Warriors have a lead, 24-23, first lead of the game. Second lead. Second lead, they have it at 2-0? 19-18. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. I thought they might have scored the first pass. I couldn't remember. Ashley with it. Wants to drive. Niceheth cuts him off. Kicks the ball out on the right side. There's a drive along the baseline. Spink throws it away. Groom knocked it away. Berkey with the steal. Berkey slows it down. Gives to Niceheth on top. Jab step. Slow down, there's nothing there against that zone. Out to Groom. Groom loses it, gets it back to Berkey. Need to settle down. Carton on top, he slows it down. Backs it out. This man. is man to man yeah, now. Man. Yeah, but they're doubling everywhere. Nice, Seth. Working on Ashley. Slips again. Boy, he's had problems with the slipping tonight. On top, Groom. Backs it out. Good patience by the Warriors here. With a one-point lead. Groom working on Freeborn. Feeds Niceth in the high post. Fakes the pass. Back out to Grove. Grove drives. Stops. Ten-footer. Hits it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The shot, the shot selection is not easy. That was a tough ten-footer. I'm surprised that made it to the rim, not just that it went in. A little fading jump shot just flicked it up there, but nothing but the bottom of the net for the senior guard. Ashley for three, misses that one right. Spink with the rebound underneath, misses the putback. Ball's loose, picked up by uh, outside on top by Dayton. They find Wall underneath, he gets the lay-in. And that was Benji Hudson with the rebound and the assist there. Warriors up one. No, that's screen. not a pick. Oh, goodness, that was tight, but it wasn't. Yeah, Niceth gets called for the foul, and he wants to know, what did I do wrong? It was tight, but I, I don't know if you call that. You're first, letting a lot go in this game. I'm not sure that's something you call. That Colby's first or second? Is that one or two on him? That's first. I didn't see it up on the board. Ashley working on Niceth. Finds Freeborn cut to the basket. He loses Groom. 
And gets the basket. Eight for Freeborn. Ball's loose, picked up off of Grove's knee, picked up by Ashley. He drives, foul line. Kicks it out, Freeborn for three. That would hurt, and he hits it. I and think he's more comfortable behind the arc shooting than he is with, within the paint. Four-point lead for Dayton. Nice, Seth. Ten-footer, banks it in. The offense coming alive for both teams all of a sudden. Okay, you talk about guards taking mid-range shots. How many people intentionally bank a shot anymore? Well, Nyseth does. Yeah, but how many others? Not very many. Me. Tim Duncan's been retired for like seven years now. Down low, Freeborn feeds a cutting Ashley, and he gets a basket. Scott needs a timeout. The defense is struggling right now. They're getting uncontested lay-ins left and right out of that half-court offense. 32-28. 2.17 left to go second quarter. This is KLYC McMinnville. We'll be back. I would have played for him. Welcome back, Amity Warrior Basketball. 2.17 left to go here in the first half. Four-point Pirate lead, 32-28. Warrior Basketball. Warriors having a hard time handling this drive-and-dish offense, the five-out that Dayton's running. Um, and part of it is, we just talking about this, is when they drive left, they only leave one guy on that left side of the floor, and if you help off of him, you're giving up an open three. So you really have to force your man back to where the help defense is. Carton drives, leaves to Grove along the baseline, back out to Carton, toes a three, no good. And rebound by Hudson, ahead to Spink. Wall. All the way to the basket, he scores right along the baseline. And again, Warriors didn't get back on defense, didn't find their man. You're playing man-to-man -man defense. There's no excuse for whoever is on wall not to get back. Six-point lead. Stern's coming back in. The next dead ball. Berkey skips it over to Carton. Warriors need a basket in a bad way here. Grove out on top. Just man-to-man -man defense, but we don't have any screening going on. I think they're afraid of the double team. Uh, you still have to screen. Carton, Freeborn knocks it away. Ball's loose and saved by Wall to Freeborn. Freeborn takes him with the left hand and scores. He's a good little player. Tell you what, he and Wall both. He's unsuspecting. Yeah. Yep. Eight-point lead. Slipping away with a minute five to go in the second quarter. They feed the high post to Nyseth. They sag off. Back out to Carton. No spacing by the Warriors. Like they don't know where to go. Carton forces one up. Misses Freeborn. Doesn't get the rebound. Grove does. Misses the putback. Carton with the rebound. Puts it up and in. Good job by Trent to stay with that. Cuts it back to six. 36-30. Four points for Carton here in the first half. Ashley, left corner three, good. Sagged off of him, and he drains the three. I think all five of these guys can shoot the three, and that's what makes it tough to guard. Carton loses it, Groom picks it up in the corner, out to Grove with 21 seconds left in the first half. Nine-point Dayton lead. This is a Warrior lead at what, 25, 24, something like that. Groom misses the three. Rebound inside, corralled by Hudson. Grove with the steal. Grove, he'll drive, hang, misses. Thought he had the foul, couldn't get it. Last second shot, no good, and we go to halftime. Warriors are down three after one. They're down nine at the half, 39-30 in a high scoring second quarter. Uh, Warriors were outscored by the Pirates 24-18 to in that quarter. We will take a quick break and be back with some totals for you. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Halftime here from Dayton High School. Warrior boys trailing the Pirates 39 to 30. Warriors had that lead midway through the second quarter. They got up by as many as three points, I think. Did they get up by three at one time? No, Just one? At least by one, maybe by three. I don't know. My memory fails me. Uh, but a nice run to close out the last two and a half minutes or so of that quarter by Dayton. So 12-2. 12-2. Ron thinks it was 12-2 run to close out uh, the quarter there. That sounds about right. Uh, Warriors were led in the first half by Logan Grove with nine. And then just balance of three, four, and two points out of seven other players. Um, Pirates got 13 out of Michael Freeborn and nine out of Boston Hodges. What do you got, Ron? I have them shoot 16 for 41. 
16 for 21, a lot of lay-ins on there. So, which is not bad. I mean, it's, it's probably our best offensive half in some ways this year uh, against a pretty good defense, but too many missed foul shots. Two for eight. Two for eight at the foul line, yeah. Didn't capitalize on the offensive rebound putbacks, right? Uh, no foul trouble really for either team. I think uh, uh, two for Lucas Ashley is it. So joining me now, Tim Harzma, girls assistant basketball coach. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. So girls had a good win on Tuesday night. Um, surprisingly uh, easy win to me. I thought it was going to be a tough competitive game against the YC Tigers. It, yeah. it looked ugly for about... When was the first time out? Three minutes into the game? Four minutes in? Yeah, three or four. So And Jed lit a fire. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it worked. And it worked. And uh, our girls found that that uh, extra step of energy that they needed. They were just a little slow before that. Yeah. Everything was a little delayed, and then they really turned it on. And from that point on, it was, it was we were clearly the better team. Did that surprise you guys as a coaching staff? Yes, very much. So I, I expected it to come down to the wire. You know, we talked about end-of-game stuff all week and, you know, trying to prepare for that. And uh, definitely surprised us. But our girls, after that timeout, came out and really on the defensive end picked it up and, you know, carried us. and got, They really got did. And we going. shot the ball pretty well. We did. We did. I mean, definitely one of our better shooting performances. I mean, we were cold there early on. Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't affect our defense like it usu usually does. You know, the <laughs> girls kept battling and. And then, you know, let that defense turn into some easy offense to get us going. Uh, not to bash on the Tigers, but what really surprised me is they really only appear to have one person that makes them go. Uh, and that was Olivia Souther. And when she went out of the game, uh, a little dinged up in, was that the early third quarter? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. She got dinged up a couple of different times. Maybe it was times. the second quarter. Maybe um, it was the second quarter, actually, because we were going yeah. away, right? Yeah, when she ran into Alex um, there. And they, I mean, she wasn't the same after that, whether that was, you know, um, because of the injury or just because of our defense. But when she went out of the game for a while, man, they could not even find a shot. Right. Yeah, she's definitely, you know, the engine that makes them go. Um, you know, they got some other players. I didn't seem to have it. I don't know. I think our defense did a good job keeping them out of rhythm. You know, we got our hands on a lot of passes. Yes, we did. Which causes problems and then confidence. And then they started throwing too far over the top. And you know, Yeah, the press was really effective uh, whenever it was on, um, the 1-3-1 one, one press. And, yeah. and even the 1-3-1 in the half court was really good as well. Yeah. And um, Ellie doing a great job out top, really effective. Boy. A lot of the guard passing out there. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, with her on the top and Sarah – in the back they just they get everywhere and they get a lot of passes you know and, and nothing's easy and those are two obviously the hardest spots on the one three one but right. they, they are flying around and, and playing yeah it was it was very impressive um uh so i know we didn't get to play dayton tonight but dayton's really the only other team that's going to even be competitive in this league yeah I, I, we thought from the beginning it was the three of us and i i still think you know we can all beat each other on any given night. I mean, everybody's good. I don't think we saw YC's best game. Right. You know, Dayton's young and, and good as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing them. Wish we were playing them tonight because we were, you know, we're playing well. And yeah, you hate to lose that rhythm. You know, now we might be sitting for eight days, you know. I don't know. So are we going to play them possibly a week from Saturday? Is yeah, that the plan? that's the plan next Saturday. So, And we have – uh, Sio, the boys is canceled. The girls will play on the 27th. Yeah, Thursday, whatever. The yeah, so a week yeah. from today. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that game, and then possibly on the 29th we'll get Dayton um, over yeah, here. Correct. And then we'll turn right around and play Blanchett, which is no big deal, and then get YC and Dayton again to wrap up the year. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I know you don't talk to the players about this. You take it one game at a time. But when you look at that schedule, as well as the girls played against YC, um, you really have to feel like it's it's really up to Amity whether or not you run the table. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, yeah, we take it if one game, show up one day, one day at a time. Yeah. But um, I think when we're on our game like we were against YC, I think, you know, we definitely control our own destiny, so to speak. And so the way – I don't know how they even have districts set up this year. Do you? Have you talked to Derek about that? I don't. Um, I 
haven't heard much other than we don't even know where it's at or yeah I, or when it is you know so i mean in the past you've had the one seeds gotten the bye into um the final game and that's just been a, a home game road game seating game basically yeah um but with the covid stuff i don't know last year we didn't do it that way it was different yeah. um so i don't know what they're going to do i don't, and like you said i don't even know if we have a location uh to do it in but no matter what, you'd love to come out of the regular season with that number one seed. Absolutely. And then let districts just kind of figure itself out. You're guaranteed a playoff spot. Um, yeah, because I think there's a possibility it's going to be played, you know, at a home gyms in our league. So if you got huge. that one spot, you're playing at home. So Which would be absolutely huge. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody has a better home court advantage than Amity does. Right. Uh, you know, Dayton, is this is a nice gym. And it's honestly a, a better gym it's it's roomier but the fans are back away from the floor quite a bit it's not near as loud ceilings a lot higher you know yeah for sure <laughs> uh, and the rims are are much firmer yeah than ours yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> and i know our shooters love to be in our gym it's always nice yeah and we'd love to be there so hopefully we can make that happen well we'll see what happens but uh girls girls seem to if if tuesday was any indication uh, seem to have gained quite a bit of confidence and and uh, found some rhythm that they've kind of been missing several times, um, you know. And I think they were ready to play after the timeout. Yeah, they <laughs> were. I think they were they were ready. They were nervous, you know. I think we all expected a different game, you know, and and it just took them a while to settle down and, and trust what was happening and play their game. And yeah, I think we're peaking at the right time and kind of coming together they're figuring out what it takes to play defense at this level let's you talk know. about real quick here you mentioned sarah grove and and the impact she's had as a freshman um let's talk about your daughter just for a second here uh learning to play point guard yeah. at the high school level uh what you can get away with what you can't get away with um she's really seems to have figured out that um you can go left or right it's right. okay yeah uh, and I know left is not her preference, but I think she's finding that they have to respect her right hand so much that it opens up the left hand. Yeah. And yeah. I have been really impressed with her finishing through contact at the rim the last few games. Yeah, no, she's, she's done really well. It's fun to watch her grow as a point guard. It's a tough position, you know, position I played myself, so it's fun to watch her, you know, come through and do that. Um, she's always been able to go right and left, and for a while when she was young, you know, she had a couple of coaches that made her go left when everyone else was going right just because. <laughs> you know, they just but drill uh, yeah. it into them. Yep. Yeah, but she's coming around. It's fun to watch. And she she just has a different gear out there sometimes. Yeah, I don't it's know where she gets that from. <laughs> <laughs> but what's amazing to me is that it's an effortless change of pace. Yeah. You don't – it never looks like she's running hard. Right. And then all of a sudden there's another gear. I don't know how many gears she has, honestly. I, I have no idea. I don't know. She knows. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good problem to have. I didn't have that problem either. Yeah. I knew how many gears I had. I had I stop have, and go. Right, that's me about too. it. So I wasn't going to deceive a lot of people. Well, thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back to some basketball here with the boys. All Dayton right. Ball thanks. coming out of the timeout. Thank you. Dayton Ball coming out of the timeout. Uh, or out of the halftime. They missed the half-court set there. And Grove with the rebound. Gets it ahead to Berkey. Berkey slows it up. Warriors down nine. Groom drives. Puts the brakes on. Out to Carton. Fumbles it. Double dribble. Traveled. Something. Fumbled the pass and had the feet going already. So both teams come up with an empty trip first time down the floor. Trent struggled tonight. He has had a few balls go off his hands, just not had real good control. I don't know if he's just trying a little too hard, a little nervous his first game against the Dayton Pirates. Freeborn steps out for three, buries it. Well, right now that is the offensive player of the game, no question about it, right? He's got 16 in this game. Well, and it's not that he's making his own shot either. He's just the beneficiary of everybody else moving the ball. Yeah. But that could be anybody out there because – and there's a great drive by Logan Grove. Degree of difficulty about 4.7 there <laughs> on a scale of five. That was a tough shot. Moving to his left, flipping it back to his right. Drive by Ashley in the baseline. Misses Berkey with the rebound. Warriors down 10 with the ball. And they're not careful. This game could get out of hand very, very quickly because and Nyseth gets an offensive foul, throwing Ashley out of the way the problem with spending so much time in the weight room? Just throw people around. You don't know your own strength. So, my son comes home from practice last night. He's like, hey, 
had five dunks in practice. Like, oh, that's nice. I was going to say, that's somebody we haven't seen on the court today. Yeah. It's a tough matchup for him playing a five out. Yep. I mean, it's tough on Colby. And, and Colby's got a little bit, little bit more lateral movement than Reagan does. It's just it's a tough matchup because they can all shoot. Wall with the ball, drives, picks up his dribble, finds Freeborn from 12, misses that one. Ball loose, picked up by Grove inside. Grove, good transition defense. I'll tell you, Dayton gets back so well defensively. It's so hard to run a break on them. We've had one true fast break this game, and that was a long pass ahead um, and then a quick one over to Stearns for the lay-in. Well, if you don't play defense, you don't play. So yep. it's a culture thing. There's a kick, no call. Maybe it was just a bounce off the foot. Freeborn picks it up, gets it over to Hudson. Hudson, foul line jumper, short. Berkey with the rebound. Berkey ahead to Grove. Grove attacks out in the corner. Groom for three, no good. Nice Carton play. tips, Spink with the rebound. Off of Carton, <laughs> out of bounds. <laughs> oh, and what in the world? Did they just give the ball to no, Amity? They, no, they gave it to Dayton. Oh, they pointed this? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Changed I forgot where we were going. We did change it at halftime. <laughs> I was talking the whole time. Like, why'd they point towards Amity? They didn't. Yeah. They pointed towards Dayton. We've got a 30-second timeout on the floor. 42-32. Pirates up by 10. Um, yeah, you're talking about if you don't play defense, you don't play uh, for Dayton, and there's no doubt about that. However, every kid he's had on the – or his entire starting five can all shoot. Yes. If you give them an open shot, and they can all handle the ball reasonably well. So you've got five guys. It's not really a five-guard offense, but it is five guys who can handle the ball, pass the ball, and make open shots. It's, it's a far cry from the offense that they've employed for the last six or seven years where it's been one just killer possessing the ball most of the yep. time and then the contributors outside of that, yep. the LeBron James model pretty much. Yep. This is much more much more of a balanced, uh, I honestly, a true 3A basketball style yeah. of offense. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have any, any, like you said, any killers, any studs out there. He's just got five, you know, fundamentally sound basketball players. Good pass inside to Ashley, powers it up and misses that one. Long rebound pops out to Hudson. He doesn't have any A's, but he has a team full of B players. Yep. And that play well together. And you can win with them. Free inside, right hand hook shot up and in over the top of Carton. Last year they had an A player. The problem was is he didn't have an offensive game outside of about five I said, feet. Yeah, I said free. That was wall. Sorry, there's no free out there. I don't know why I said that. Warriors down 12. Groom on top. Berkey, high post. They go down low to Nyseth. Back out to Grove. I'm not sure what that is. That doesn't look like an offensive set there, that kick out. Grove. Cross court. Groom, left corner three. Good. Wow. Got his feet set. That did not look good. Just it made it like over the rim it. and in. Warriors cut it to nine. The problem is playing this Dayton team, nine points is like 15 or 16 <laughs> against most teams because they just don't beat themselves. They don't turn the ball over much. They get high quality shots like that one by Hudson on a little runner from eight feet, knocks it down. He's got five in the game. Back to 11. They just get quality shots almost every time down the floor. Grove inside, great pass to Nyseth, lays it up and in on the right block. Nyseth with five in the game. But that's just the thing, there's nothing schematic about that. That's just transition drive and kick. <laughs> well, we haven't, we haven't seen much schematic that's worked tonight. It's been mostly scrap and, and improvise for the Warriors. Wolf coming in at the next dead ball. It's a drive, cut off by Berkey, kicks out Ashley. Back down low to Wall. Wall, finger rolls it up, misses, gets it back, fouled, and he'll go to the line to shoot too, fouled by Carton. I'll tell you what, though, that was a really good pass by Ashley. It was on a rope. He looked like he wanted to shoot and just fired the pass in. Good leadership on this team, too, with Hudson and Spink. Both calm kids that play hard, play smart. Spink has yet to score tonight. Hasn't even taken a shot that I, I know. They don't need him to right now. Stearns and Wolf into the game. Have you ever heard this gym this quiet? No, well, they're limiting how many fans can be here too. I know, but it's just, it's weird. Actually, 
when we had to play here because <laughs> of the floor problem. You knew where I was going with that. Yeah. Wall hits the first free throw and hits second free throw. So Wall has nine in the game now, four in the quarter. Warriors down 11 again. They trap Grove, finds Groom in the corner down low. Stearns turns, banks, misses that one from about six feet. Just pushed it. Yeah, a little strong. Hodges. Got to find out who's in the game here. That's Miller, first time he's been in the game. He loses the ball. Maybe that's why it's the first time he's been in the game. Groom drives, lays it up, misses. Wall with the rebound. Can't miss wide open lay-ins. I mean, it wasn't wide open. There was a defender there, but it was a, still an open lay-in. Down low, basket up and good by Freeborn, who just opportunistically has 18 points in this game. Carton fouled by Freeborn. 50 to 37 in favor of Dayton. 2.34 left to go third quarter. Cardinal inbound out near half court. Gets it into Wolf. Dallas with the ball. Working against Prims. Picks up his dribble. Wall out there denying Grove. He gets the ball to Groom. Now to Carton on top. Carton jab step. Just doesn't know where to go. This. The spacing isn't allowing Carton to drive. The floor is too balanced, actually. Grove with a spin move, scores, and is fouled along the right side of the lane there from about six or seven feet. It's a good, strong move by the senior guard. Um, but Trent likes to drive. The problem is when you're that spaced out, the help defense is too quick. And then the rotation from that is... yeah. Yeah, making it really difficult to drive. Advantages and disadvantages to running that. Grove misses. Rebound Miller. Grove with 13 in the game. Freeborn wants to drive. Kicks. That one was deflected by Wolf, but they're going to say, yeah. <laughs> this official saw it. Wolf got a piece of it. Block shot for Dallas Wolf. Prims inbound, right side of the key along the baseline. Prims looking for somebody, gets it into Miller, back out to Prims in the corner, kicks out to Freeborn, starts to drive, step back over to Prims on the left angle. Prims drives, kicks, Miller, jab step, mid post, gets it out to Hodges, good screen by Miller, knocks Wolf to the floor, out on top, Prims, hesitation, drive, kick to Miller on the baseline, drives in, fades, misses that one. Call. Grove with the board. Crosses over on Hodges, leaves it for Wolf. Wolf in the corner, Groom for three short. Long rebound pulled down by Batiga. Batiga pushes ahead, Hodges in the left angle. Crosses over, Groom on him, gives it up to Batiga. Groom switches on to him. Batiga works around the foul line, spins. Nice attack. Spun away from Groom, drew the foul on him as he attacked with the left hand right down the middle of the paint. Started right. Felt the body against Groom, spun against him, back to the left hand. Gavin Watson coming into the game. I mean, and Groom had no option. If he was going to challenge that shot, he was going to have to go through him. Yeah. Well, it's a fundamentally sound spin move by Batiga. He gets a free throw for his first point. If you spin before you get contact, you allow the guy to go with you. Yeah. If you get just enough contact where you almost pin him as you spin, now you've got him, like you said, as long as you go yeah. with the offhand, you put him in a position where he really can't. Miller gets the offensive rebound after Batiga misses to Hodges. Hodges resets to Freeborn. I mean, really, it's the same concept as a hook shot. Yep. Freeborn to Batiga. Tried to throw it back out to Hodges. Picked off by Wolf. Wolf will take it in with the left hand. Slips. And Batiga gets a steal. Wolf put the brakes on and slid. Freeborn to Miller, left corner, Prims. I mean, he's got he's deep on his bench here. Prims steps back for three, short. Rebound knocked out. Prims tips it. Nice athletic move by <laughs> Prims to tip it to Freeborn. Got in front of Carton there. Prims on top. Drives on Carton, kicks it. Fatiga in the left corner, Freeborn. Freeborn brings it out around the top of the circle. Kicks to the corner. Fatiga fakes the three, steps out. Prims. Little drive, 
Lots of faking, gets it to Fatiga, might have traveled back out to Prims for three. Short again, another rebound by Hodge. Oh, ripped away by Dallas Wolf. Nice job by Wolf. Throw ahead to Stearns, down low. Carton, nothing there, backs it out, shoots at the buzzer, no good. Didn't know how much time there was on the clock. After three, the Warriors find themselves down 51-39. That quarter was the opposite of the third quarter uh, where the scoring was outrageously high, 24-18. This time it's 12-9. Warrior basketball and KLYC, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Start of the fourth quarter here. Warriors find themselves down 12. Need to have a push here pretty quick. Ron tells me that Dayton shot four for 12 in that third quarter but had seven offensive rebounds. So your effective shooting percentage is four out of five because you get seven additional. When you, if you subtract offensive rebounds from your field goal attempts, you have kind of your effective field goal percentage because you got seven extra chances. So seven of those missed shots don't count because you got the ball back and had a chance to shoot again. So down low, Stern muscles it up. That was a good entry pass there. Stearns with four points in the game. And the Warriors cut it to 10. Out on top with it. Hudson gives it up to Ashley. On top, the scoreless spink. Wow. I don't know if I've ever said that in an Amity game in the fourth quarter. Little floater there by Hodges. No matter which spink it was. Excuse me, by Hudson, yeah, exactly. All the way, Berkey leaves it for Stearns, and he lays it up and in. There's, nice your, job, fast yep. There's your fast break bucket you were wanting. Yeah, well, Berkey made that one happen all by himself. The defense just didn't find him, which is rare. And he just could have gone up with his left, too. He didn't have to actually dump it off. Berkey, you know, really does not think about scoring. Honestly, he thinks about <laughs> defense and passing. He's he's not a scorer's mentality. He's a, a distributor and a and a stopper mentality. Hudson gets in, misses. Stearns tips. Grove with a rebound. Grove up the left side with it. Warriors down ten. Crosses over. Gets in to mid range to Stearns at the foul line. Got to be strong with the ball. Kicks it out to Wolf. Over to Watson, Watson, elbow jumper, buries it at the foul line. Wow. Gavin Watson just rising up and drilling the 15-footer, and the Warriors are within eight. I didn't know he had that in him. Ashley looking inside, not there. Dangerous pass. Wall drives and flips it up with the right hand and in. Burke just got to take the charge there. Yeah. Timeout taken by Ron Hoff. It's a 10-point game, 55-45, 6.05 left to go He's in, in perfect this position. Going to be a full timeout. We'll take a break. KLYC McMinnville, Amity Sports will be back. Warriors get it in. Grove pulls up, elbow jumper, buries it. Clark into the game at the dead ball. Didn't realize that. Warriors cut it back to eight. Clark guarding Ashley. In the game for Stearns. Try to go to Ashley on the cut, not there. Wall leaves it on top for Hudson. Hudson crossing over, over to Hodges. Hodges trying to turn, steps back, 15-footer, buries it, tough shot. Wolf, Warriors back down by 10. Works up the left side. In the corner to Watson. Watson with the drive, gets it knocked away, gets it back, throws it away. Hodges, work, he tried to take the foul. Hodges goes in, misses Clark tips, Spink gets it back and puts it up and in. But that's the right play by Berkey there. That was yep. just run under. Spink with the offensive rebound and the putback. There's a steal by Hodges, leaves it, and a reach in foul. game has gotten out of control real fast. Yeah, five minutes to go in this one. Nice F in. So on the floor for the Warriors, Wolf, Berkey, Grove, Nice F and Clark. 5-0-1, 12-point game. Dayton ball. Get it into the corner. Step out wall for three. No good. Rebound inside Wolf. Wolf will bring it up himself. Hodges, Hudson behind, tries to knock it away, gets it to Grove. Boy, they have picked up their defensive intensity. The energy has been turned up a notch on the dial 
after that last timeout. Grove gets the double, feeds Clark in the way out by the three-point line, hands it to Niseth. Niseth looking for a screen from Clark, gets it, drives baseline, gets it in the corner to Wolf. Offensive foul, lose the three-pointer. Niseth didn't stop, ran down the defensive player. The play was great. Yeah. Niseth got a screen on one side, drove baseline, drew the defense, kicked it to the corner for a wide open three from Wolf, but picked up the offensive foul after the pass before the shot. It's the play you have to make there. It's just, yeah, if just anybody else is control. controlling the ball right there, I'm not sure that the offensive right. foul is called. Right. Well, simply because the size. He, he has the size to run over anybody on the floor. Wall loses the ball on the drive. He slipped too. A lot of people slipping out there. Clark out, groom in. And it's going to be Dayton ball on the baseline. Wall lost it, but it went out of bounds off of Berkey. There's a missed inbound lay-in. You don't get any easier than that than Hudson got. Uncontested right-hand lay-in. High post, Niseth with it at the elbow, works his way down, turns, misses the shot. Hudson with the rebound. Hudson to Batiga, drives, kicks back to Hudson, swings it to Spink. He drives all the way in and scores. Finally on the board. Yep. He took that ball from 22 feet out on top all the way to the basket. Dayton almost gets a turnover. Warriors, and there's an over and back as Logan was slow to get across and Berkey was quick to make the pass. Bad combination. Timeout taken by Scott Nelson. 61-47. Logan gets a talking to from Scott coming in. Once you see your teammate get across, you've got a bust tail to get across half court because you're useless. On the other hand, Berkey has to realize not to get across too quickly because you, you have to understand where your trail is. And so it's a combination of both players not being on the same page in that timing of bringing it across. Or take your pass to the corner instead yep. of bringing it back. Yep, you exactly. take that rotation avenue instead of the other one. But anyway, yep. there's a whole lot of mistakes there that aren't. aren't it's not on one person. It's a, it's a group effort there. It's, it's not characteristic <laughs> of someone that has been a varsity starter for three years and yep. had varsity time before that. Yeah. All right. 61-47, 3.38 to go, 14-point uh, lead on the road against a good defensive team and a team that doesn't beat themselves. The drive, oh, there's a throwaway though. I say didn't beat themselves, then Hodges throws it away to Berkey. Grove drives, kicks in the corner to Niseth. Niseth to the elbow, pulls up, buries it. Nice shot. Niseth with seven in the game. That's smooth. Three minutes coming up here. Yeah, nice little elbow jumper. It's a good weapon because it's hard to defend. I mean, it's it's there's so many different offensive sets where the elbow jumper is handy. That little mid-range. Travel on Freeborn. Niseth out, Carton in. Get the ball into Grove. 2.50 to go, 12-point game. Grove gets across half court on Hudson. Good physical defense by Hudson. Warriors not setting any screens on the ball. You're not freeing people up. Or very few screens anyway. There's a blocking foul on Hudson. Fifth or third team foul just on Dayton. Boy, they can be super aggressive out there. Well, there's no commitment to either uh, offensive philosophy between the weave or picks of any kind, or even a dribble drive. It's it's a mixture of all three, and you're not getting the good sides of any of them. Grove misses the drive on the right side on the inbound. Dayton with the rebound. Batiga with it out on top. Working on Groom. Hands off to Freeborn. Freeborn over to Hudson. Back to Spink. Hangs, misses. Parton with the rebound and a reach-in foul. Good job by Carton to be strong with that rebound because Spink and Batiga are really going after it. Berkey will inbound. 12-point game, 2.20 to go. 
A little bit of wet stuff on the ball. Official dries it off on his shirt. I'm pretty sure this whole side of the floor is wet. It, boy, there have been a lot of people slipping, haven't there? Yep. Nice, Eric Berkey brings it up. On the floor with Carton, Wolf, Groom, and Grove. Carton hasn't done a lot tonight. Get it over to Groom. Back out on top to Grove. Wolf, left corner, Trent. Back out on top, Groom. Jab step, out to Berkey. Berkey drives, tries to dump down low, knocked away by Freeborn. Spink leaves it for Hodges, and Wolf comes in from behind and picks up the foul. Good sportsmanship there by Wolf and, and uh, Berkey to help Hodges up. That was a pretty good collision. He was reversing his, his direction there, and Wolf came in from behind, so kind of a shoulder-to-head thing. Minute 52 left to go in the fourth quarter, 61-49, full timeout. Nice call. 152 remaining fourth quarter, 61-49, Dayton and the ball. Get it into Freeborn. Jump stop, Parton goes down, Freeborn lays it up and in. I think he's got 20 in the game now. And Hudson tips it out of bounds, Warriors basketball. They keep their defense extended with a 14-point lead. Pretty sure if you're Scott, you could empty the bench here anytime you want. You're not coming back from 14. And, I mean, it, you know, you have to know, right? You just have to know. And as soon as you do that, then he can empty his bench and call it good. Carton drives, banks off the side of the board, gets it back, puts it up, misses again. Grove with the rebound, and he's fouled. 132. You know, that's not a slide against our kids. It's just, first of all, scoring 14 points in a minute and a half is not easy in practice, yeah. right? You're, this is as good a defensive team as you're going to find all year um, against guards. Inside Grove out to Groom. Head fake, steps back for three. Tough shot, air balls that one. Rebound inside Dayton. Spink with it. I would challenge as a perimeter defensive team, West Side is a step above. Yeah, you think so? I, I believe so. A lot so. more length. But I'll tell you what, schematically and how hard they work, I'm not sure you'll find a better group than what Dayton puts out there. And I'm not sure any team has five good shooters on the floor as well as Dayton does either. They're not great shooters, but there's five guys who can beat you from the three-point line or putting the ball on the floor and going to the rim. There just aren't very many teams that can run five out there at this level like that. It makes them a unique team. I don't think they're the best team in the state by any means, but they're a unique team that if they get hot from the outside, could beat anybody. The, the team they're comparable to in the state is, is Woodburn uh, out of anybody, um, which R.J. Valise, his, little bro his littlest brother is currently the Mm -hmm. um, the leader of that pack, but they, they don't, I don't believe they have anybody above six foot one on their roster. They just run up and down the floor all day. Um, Move the ball. Yeah, and, and 4A is way, way, way different than, than 3A this year. The depth and talent in 4A is phenomenal. 3A is in a down year of sorts, but but this team, this this is a second day at Coos Bay team. Mm -hmm. in, in all I think so. I think so. I think it to the, they could get to the semifinals if they play well. And honestly, if they get a good matchup in the semis, they could be in the title game. I mean, they okay. played Cascade Christian top. Yep. They're not going to beat Dale South. Well, they played, semis, they played Westside Christian tough. Yes. Know? But it does. It does depend on matchups. Westside didn't play all that well here, but, but part of that is credit to Dayton. Hudson misses one. Spink gets a rebound. Warriors get a turnover. Berkey kicks it to Wolf. Quick trigger three. No good. Rebound inside. Pulled down by Hudson. Throws it out to Prims. Prims takes it in. Right hand lay in. Up and in. He's got four in the game. 26 seconds to go. Groom, three-pointer, no good. Loose ball, Berkey finds Carton, lays it up and in. A garbage basket for the Warriors there. Groom with a steal, puts up a three, misses. Groove with the rebound, and he's fouled with 8.9. But the fact that you have your starters on the floor with 8.9 seconds in a 15-point game, you know. Tammany Dayton, man. Yeah, I know. No mercy. No, no, I was talking about us having oh, starters. Okay. I mean, at some point, you just have to kind of say, I, I mean, if you, want, if you want Ron to pull his starters, you pull your starters as you concede, right? Yeah. And then if you don't want to concede, he's going to keep pressing you. And first one good for Grove. Logan's had himself a nice game overall. Nine in the first half. He's got seven in the second half. Chance for eight, and he's got it. Nice game for Logan tonight, and that'll do it.
Clock runs down, 66-53 the final. Warriors had the lead with about three or four minutes to go in the second quarter. <coughs> Dayton went on a run to end the second quarter and the Warriors just never could get this game back to single digits and keep it there. Without an offensive explosion coming out of somebody completely unexpected, whether it be Carton in this matchup or Grove somehow scoring 20, you're, you're not, they, they weren't gonna be in a position to win this game late if they couldn't fix the defensive side of things and they just couldn't, they couldn't yeah. figure out the help. Nope. And that's, that's the crux of the game. Yep. Well, and the honest truth is the answer is they wanted to drive left down the left side of the lane with only one other offensive player on that side of the floor, which means, and he was in the corner, which means if you're going to help on defense, you have to sag off of, Prims can jump, you have to sag off of a wide open three-point shooter in the corner. And the couple times we did that, they buried the three. Um, the answer to that is you can't let the guy go left. You have to force him to his right which might be his stronger hand, but which there's is where more the traffic is. There's, yeah. Exactly. You keep him from getting to the lane. You congest things up a little bit. We didn't do that all night. All right. Final scoring for the Warriors. Grove, as I mentioned, 17 points in the game. Leading scorer, Colby Nicef, had seven. Carton with six. Groom with six. Stearns with six. Watson four. Berkey four. And Dallas Wolf with three. Got a three taken away on that offensive charge um, by Nicef. Uh, Freeborn led the way with 20 points for the Dayton Pirates. Ron, what do you got? Anything to add to that? 15 offensive rebounds for the Pirates tonight. 19 offensive rebounds for the Pirates tonight. That's 19 second chance opportunities. And they shot, they shot better than 50% from the field. But most of those, like you said, Ron, were at the rim and uh, Pirates did a good job of getting to the rim and attacking. The Warriors did not adjust to that and uh, change up how they were defending that um, and shut that down. So that's it for tonight for us. Uh, we will be back on the air on the 27th. Uh, we will have the Sio girls at Sio. We'll plan to be there for that game next Thursday. Uh, and then Blanchett on the 1st back in Amity, both boys and girls. Have yourself a great, oh, we may have the girls next Saturday, potentially on the 29th uh, here at Dayton. So we'll have that game if they end up uh, playing it on that day. For uh, Robbie and Ron, this is Jeff. Have yourself a great night, everybody. <laughs>